2003. And you? The man says. What takes you to Bali? The plane breaks through the cloud, and there it is. An island full of dense jungles, terraced rice paddies, and glorious beaches. Jamie flinches as if someone's laid a fist into her heart. Vacation? Her seatmate asks when she doesn't answer. Yes, she lies. Vacation. He's already told her about his silent meditation retreat, how he can't wait, how he needs to unwind, and she thinks, start now. She curses herself for talking to him in the first place. It was the second scotch that loosened her tongue and made her break her rule. No chats on airplanes. You can't escape. All by yourself? He asks. Jamie turns toward him. There's an event, she says. I was invited to attend. She absent-mindedly runs her finger against the long, thin scar at the side of her face and then buries her hand in her lap. A wedding? He asks eagerly. He's already told her about his wonderful Australian fiancé who will meet him at the retreat in Ubud. No, Jamie says. Her mind's a muddle of thoughts now. There's no reason to tell him anything, and yet she's been telling the world. I'm going back to Bali. She's loved watching the astonished faces of her friends. How brave, they've said. How bold. The plane shudders as it passes through a cloud, and Jamie grips the arms of her seat. What are you drawing? Her seatmate asks. You're good. Jamie looks at the pad in her lap. She's sketched the island from an aerial view. She uses a light hand in few strokes. She's self-taught, and it shows. Sometimes she gets it right, and sometimes, like this time, the lines don't add up. Doodles, she says, covering the paper with her hand. The plane tilts to reveal the southern coast of Bali. That's Kuta Beach. The white sand beach stretches for miles. The center of the island is all mountain and jungle. The color is astonishing, iridescent lizard green. Then it's gone, and they're immersed in a thick cloud. You've been here before? He asks. A year ago, she says. Her palms are slick with sweat. When my fiancé told me to meet her here, I said, no way, Jose. Hundreds of people were killed in the terrorist attack last year, right? Bombs at nightclubs? But she keeps promising me it's paradise. How the hell will this guy survive a silent meditation retreat, Jamie thinks. And like a man who doesn't know what to do with a momentary silence, he plunges on. Why would terrorists target Bali? I get the World Trade Center. It was the core of the economic world. But kids dancing at a club on some remote Indonesian island? The plane bumps along the runway. Jamie releases her breath. You don't have to go. Larson, her boss and her best friend, had told her yesterday when he drove her to the airport from Berkeley. You've been through enough.
I have to do this, Jamie told him. Me? I avoid pain. She watched a sly smile appear on his craggy 57-year-old face. He had been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer three months before. His life was pain. You'll be okay without me? Jamie asked. Who needs you? I've got two dates this weekend. Jamie put her hand on his bald head. She calls it her wishing dome. She'd rub it and make three wishes. Live longer. Live better. Live. Call me while I'm away and charge it to the business, Jamie had said. Don't tell the boss. The boss never misses a thing, Larson told her. I know what you're up to in Bali, and it's not all about the ceremony. It's all about the ceremony, she insisted. You're going to try to find that guy, Larson said. Gabe. Wrong, Jamie told him. But her voice wobbled, and she turned away from him.